Welcome to a Dry Bones Ministries special podcast series on the consecration to St. Joseph. My name is Father Adam Potter, and today is day 29. We'll continue our journey by today looking at St. Joseph in this great title of being the hope of the sick. We'll also take a look at how to grow our devotion to St. Joseph. And finally, we'll continue to break down this act of consecration that we're getting ready to say on Consecration Day, which at this point is only four days away. It's coming quick, but the Holy Spirit is alive and working, and we will be ready. Please, God, we will be ready. So let's begin this day of prayer and reflection. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant that by the same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolations. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. An act of consecration to St. Joseph. I consecrate myself to you, good St. Joseph, as my spiritual father. I choose you to rule my soul and to teach me the interior life the life hidden away with Jesus, Mary, and yourself. Above all, I want to imitate the humble silence with which you shrouded Jesus, Mary, and yourself, and even your own happiness. For me, everything lies in that. Total abnegation like our Lord in his hidden life, making the world forget me by my silence and my practice of the common life. I consecrate myself to you as my guide and model in all my duties, so that I may learn to fulfill them with meekness and humility, with meekness toward my brethren, my neighbor, and all with whom I come in contact, with humility toward myself and simplicity before God. I choose you, good saint, as my counselor, my confidant, my protector in all my difficulties and trials. I do ask to be spared crosses and sufferings, but only from self-love with which might vitiate their value by making me vain over them. I shall honor and love and serve you with Mary, my mother. Never shall I separate her name from yours in my love. Gladly would I be like you, St. Joseph, a poor carpenter, unknown and despised, food for the roots of the tree, the master's gardener who never leaves the garden, who knows nothing but his plants, who loves only his flowers and sees only their fruits, and dies in the corner of his hut in the arms of Jesus and Mary. We do not know the place of your burial, so we cannot honor your remains. You leave behind you only your mantle of poverty and humility. O Jesus, give me Joseph for a father, as you have given me Mary as a mother. Fill me with devotion, confidence, and filial love. Listen to my prayer, please. I know that you will. Already I feel more devout, more full of hope and confidence in good St. Joseph, your foster father, and my adopted Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Great. So, um, glad to be with you on, on this day. As I said, only four days away, so it's um, coming quickly, or maybe you're like, please, <laughs> let's get here. Um, but it's good. I, like even, even this day, there's something about the anticipation that as it gets closer and closer to still stay focused and to stay faithful 
on just the daily task, which is ultimately only what we can control. So three things to go over today. Um, First, to look at our next section in the act of consecration. This one, if you're looking at it in Father Calloway's book, this is a section that he does not include from St. Peter Julian Amard. And I think is unfortunate because it's a really beautiful part. So um, the, the one part is, I shall honor and love and serve you with Mary, my mother. Never shall I separate her name from yours and my love. And then this other part, is gladly would I be like you, St. Joseph, a poor carpenter, unknown and despised, food for the roots of the tree, the master's gardener who never leaves the garden, who knows nothing but his plants, who loves only his flowers and sees only their fruits. So two things to appreciate from this. First of all, is this uh, connection of our love for, um, for Joseph not being separated from Mary and vice versa, that our love for Mary not being separated from St. Joseph. On the one hand, it's an appreciation of the two becoming one flesh, that Mary and Joseph truly were married in in the ways that harkens back to Genesis chapter 2. For this reason, a man shall leave father and mother and cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. And their one flesh union is so rooted in Jesus, and so to really love one has to include the other that will bring us to Jesus. And I don't know about you, I've just found myself doing this almost naturally in my in my prayer or in my blessings at the end of the of our time together, our, our reflections with Mary and Joseph, with Mary's immaculate heart and Joseph's most chaste heart. They that seems to be a, a natural effect of just my own journey. And then the second thing to appreciate is this desire to be like Saint Joseph. And two things that jump out are, the one hand, I want to be like St. Joseph, who was food for the roots of the tree. I see in this a dad who gave his life so that his son could flourish. And maybe in contrast to our our modern world where, sadly, I, I hear way too many parents speak about children as if their children are for them. (laughs) <laughs> that it's the children who are supposed to to serve them. And maybe not like practically, but in the larger scope of things that um, maybe in one's own life, just as a person that like adding children can add to them. And hopefully we see how backwards that is. And me, tempting as our world is just so centered on the ego. But Joseph in his life sets us right. <laughs> Joseph in his fatherhood is able to be the very nourishment for his son to flourish, that he even dies to himself so that he can be this nourishment, this food for the roots of the tree, which is Jesus, on which all of us can have true life. Beautiful, right? And then there's, I want to be like you, St. Joseph, the master's gardener who never leaves the garden. What this doesn't mean is that Joseph never was, that he was locked in a prison and was never able to go out and have any fun. I think it means rather that St. Joseph was always about being faithful. That Mary and Jesus never had to wonder, where's Joseph? Is he doing what he's supposed to be doing? Or is he living his own life or a double life or like, right? Joseph was always about the father's business, the heavenly father in loving his son, Jesus, in serving Mary. And in in this, that I would say, I want to be like you, St. Joseph. No matter where I am, no matter who I'm with, I'm always about the master's garden. Good. That 
that's our, our section for the consecration prayer. And um, we'll continue to, to move along through that in our, our days to come. The second thing I wanted to, to cover today was the, the point of how to grow in devotion to St. Joseph. And Father Calloway goes through a couple things. And so just to, to highlight them, hopefully you're able to, to pick them all up. First of all, it's this practice of Wednesdays as being a day traditionally set apart for St. Joseph. And there's this thing called a votive mass that a priest can celebrate. A votive mass is a special devotional mass that a priest can choose to say whenever there's not an obligatory saint or feast day to celebrate. So on Wednesdays, traditionally priests would celebrate a mass for St. Joseph. The invitation though is, even if the priest isn't celebrating this mass for St. Joseph, that you as the faithful can come to mass on a Wednesday with that special intention to beg St. Joseph for his intercession, his special prayers, or just to honor him as he's been able to come into your life in a more particular way. The second way to grow in devotion to St. Joseph is to set apart the month of March. That traditionally the whole month of March was given to Joseph as being in itself almost a feast day. And it's the 19th that is then the feast of the feasts of March, uh, March 19th. So that us as devotees of St. Joseph would be able to live March differently. It doesn't have to be a huge way, but even just in the little ways to remember Joseph, to say uh, a daily prayer to St. Joseph, flowers by an image or statue of St. Joseph. Good. The third devotion is to pray more frequently the joyful mysteries, or as I learned about recently, the St. Joseph rosary, which simply stated is praying the traditional rosary, but through the lens of St. Joseph. And the rosary, I guess more classically, is seeing the gospel, seeing our Lord through the eyes and the heart of Mary. And so a St. Joseph rosary would be to see those same mysteries, to come closer in glimpsing the heart of Jesus through Joseph, his eyes, his paternity. And even in those ways where maybe Joseph isn't in the scene, just to beg through St. Joseph intercession, truly alive in heaven, how to come closer uh, to the Lord Jesus. Great. Fourth is just to consider ways to um, decorate your, your home, whether it's an image or a statue, flowers in these special feast days like March 19th or May 1st, Joseph the Worker. Fifth is to consider growing in devotion to St. Joseph's powerful intercession when it comes to the souls in purgatory. And it comes down to the fact that Jesus, God, and his great love for Joseph has a really hard time denying Joseph any request, just like he has an even harder time denying his mother any request. And so that we would go to Joseph, especially for those souls. And if it's a, a soul of someone that you love, that you lost, to bring them to St. Joseph. Or I always love the intention of praying for those souls who have been forgotten or who are most in need of God's mercy. Third and finally for today, just to, to highlight some of the points is to look at his title as being the hope of the sick. Have you ever heard of the story of St. Therese? That was one that Father Calloway shared that I had never heard of. It must be in the letters of St. Therese's mom. Uh, her, her name is Zeli, Louis and Zeli, who are now both canonized. We have these 
two parents, a dad and a mom, canonized saints. So Zeli wrote the story about how whenever she was pregnant with Therese, she thought it was a boy and was ready to name him her Joseph. <laughs> but it wasn't a him, it, it was a her. And so she was named Therese. And early on in her life, she encountered this incredible serious sickness. And Zeli, through her prayers and tears, pleaded in front of a statue of St. Joseph for Therese's life. And even when they thought Therese had passed away peacefully into the next world, she only then woke up smiling. And Zeli knew with such great confidence that it was Joseph who came through for her. If you remember early on, we read about St. Andre Bessette, who had a great love for St. Joseph, and he would also practice giving away St. Joseph oil to so many people. I remember stories of Brother Andre rubbing, personally rubbing oil on different people's wounds, even for, you know, hours in praying and interceding, asking Joseph to come and grant healing. And ultimately, there were thousands, right, of different people who came to experience great healing through St. Joseph and now St. Andre Bessette's intercession. Do you know of anyone who's received a healing through St. Joseph's intercession? Maybe you or a family member or somebody else? It just seems like there, it doesn't take me too long to ask people and so many have stories of how St. Joseph has come through for them. But maybe we can ask why. Why is St. Joseph such a great intercessor of those who are sick? Here's maybe a, a thought and it comes from a Father Faber who wrote this reflection on St. Joseph and his humility. He says, The foundation of St. Joseph's devotion was his humility. His eye was always on his own unworthiness. His was a humility that forever seemed surprised at his own gifts, and yet so tranquil that there was nothing in it either of the precipitation or the ungracefulness of a surprise. He was unselfishness itself, the very personification of it. His whole life meant others and did not mean himself. This was the significance of his vocation. He was an instrument with a living soul, an accessory, not a principle, a superior, only to be the more a satellite. End quote. So I read that and I I just heard in that humility, this service. It's this humility of Joseph that sees his life not about him, but about others, but especially the least of these. That Joseph would have a heart in his humility, in his unworthiness to even have any attention on himself, to be most attuned to those who are suffering, those who are sick. And so that we might see in this very heart of Joseph, oh, pure, what can we say, a great pipe or avenue, right, for God's grace and mercy just to come flowing through to grant great healings for those who would entrust themselves to Joseph in a way that is just not about him, but all about God. <laughs> so, in our own sicknesses, and our own infirmities, that we might turn to St. Joseph with those people in our lives that we know are suffering, who are sick, that we too might bring them and place them right under St. Joseph's cloak and ask him for his intercession, healing, first and foremost of soul, but then of body as well. With that, let's turn to St. Joseph and we'll pray our, our litany together. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, hear us. Christ, graciously hear us. God, the Father of heaven, have mercy on us. God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy on us. God, the Holy Spirit, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, one God, have mercy on us. Holy Mary, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us. Noble offspring of David, pray for us. Light of patriarchs, pray for us. Spouse of the Mother of God, pray for us. Chaste guardian of the Virgin, pray for us. Foster father of the Son of God, pray for us. Zealous defender of Christ, pray for us. Head of the Holy Family, pray for us. Joseph most just, pray for us. Joseph most chaste, pray for us. Joseph most prudent, pray for us. Joseph most courageous, pray for us. Joseph most obedient, pray for us. Joseph most faithful, pray for us. Mirror of patience, pray for us. Lover of poverty, pray for us. Model of workmen, pray for us. Glory of domestic life, pray for us. Guardian of virgins, pray for us. Pillar of families, pray for us. Comfort of the afflicted, pray for us. Hope of the sick, pray for us. Patron of the dying, pray for us. Terror of demons, pray for us. Protector of the Holy Church, pray for us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, spare us, O Lord. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, graciously hear us, O Lord. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. He has made him Lord of his household and Prince over all his possessions. Let us pray. O God, who in your loving providence chose blessed Joseph to be the spouse of your most holy mother, grant us the favor of having him for our intercessor in heaven, whom on earth we venerate as our protector. You who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. To the intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary and the most chaste heart of Joseph, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, well, if you enjoyed this, please, I'd ask you to, to like, subscribe if you haven't yet. It's day 29. I don't know why you wouldn't have yet. Um, and leave me a comment if you have an insight or an experience of a great healing of St. Joseph. would love to hear about it. It can be something that can build up the, the community, a gift to be shared. If you'd like to support this podcast and the work of Dry Bones, check out our uh, website at drybonespgh.org. Let's keep one another in prayer. I look forward to being with you tomorrow. Know of my prayers for you. God bless you. And St. Joseph, pray for us.